Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole, and as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of my all-in Cincinnati Reds. Alright guys, do me a favor, if you found this channel, hit that like and subscribe button. I am up to 617 subscribers. That is awesome. Let's try to keep that rolling. Now this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right. I didn't get a chance to talk about it yesterday because when it was happening, I was doing my show. But the Reds... In a shocking move for me, I either figured they would trade somebody away. I really didn't think they were going to do that. I really thought they were just going to stay pat. I really did not think that they would add anybody with all the money that they had spent over the offseason and as disappointing as the play has been. I really did not think Castellini would say go for it. But he did, and that is great. I love that. I mean... How many times have, as Reds fans have we wanted our team to go for it? And the two guys they picked up are really good. And the best part about them is we have them for more than one year. So these, let, me, let me break the trades down. These, these are actually, I think, very smart and very good trades for the Reds. Now, the Reds yesterday acquired uh, reliever Archie Bradley and Cash from Arizona for utility player Josh Van Meter and outfielder uh, Stuart Fairchild. Fairchild was the number 11 ranked prospects according to MLB Pipeline. Now, I posted this on Reds Country and Sports of Strawberry Ice, and I had some people that liked the deal, some people didn't. Uh, a couple people said, I don't like losing Josh Van Meter. <sighs> Josh Van Meter is a good player. He has not hit at all this year. To pick up a guy who can be your closer, so I would give you two. Um, I'll take that all day, every day. <laughs> I mean, neither one of these guys are starters. I mean, Fairchild is an outfielder. We have a ton of outfielders. So, I think it's a great trade. I have no idea why anybody would be upset with it. Now, my curiosity is going to be, is Iglesias still the starter, or does Bradley come in and take over right away? My feeling is that they're going to kind of use both of them. Um, But Iglesias has struggled mightily uh, the last couple years. Now, he does fine when you put him as just the closer. You can't bring him in to other situations. So, that's why Goodwin, you could be able to bring him in longer situations like David Bell wants to do. And he might um, do better in those those situations to be the closer for more than three outs. So, either way, I think it's a great move. I'm glad they're all in. We need, well, we have pitching, but you can never have enough pitching. Now, the next one, everybody is kind of like, oh my goodness, we got our outfielder. Why don't we get an outfielder? Well, the Reds get outfielder Brian Goodwin from the Angels for lefty. I love this name. <laughs> this is this is a baseball name. This is like Corky Miller. Pack, Packy Naughton. Packy Naughton. <laughs> it's kind of like 
You ever watch uh, Talladega Nights? Kyle Naughton Jr. This is, hey, I'm packing Naughton. <laughs> anyway, they got him uh, and a player to be named later or cash. Now, again, good ones controllable for at least two years. Those are good things. Now, everybody's like, we don't need any more outfielders. We need offense. <laughs> I don't, at this point, I don't think the, care, the Reds care what position you play. If you can hit the ball and get on base and score, that's all. That's what the Reds need. Now, let's get into the game last night. Discafani, my man. I posted on Reds Country, asked the question out there, what's wrong with Disco? And uh, somebody came back and said he's tipping his pitches, which is one thing that was said earlier in the year at a, at a start in St. Louis. And then Disco came back and had a really good start. And now he he's just back off for paternity leave for the birth of his, of his child. Something was up. I, my biggest issue with what happened last night. Now, we all get on David Bell, including myself, about pulling pitchers too soon. Freddie Benavidi screwed up. <laughs> I mean, you could tell Disco was struggling and did not have it. We were in a one-run game at the time. He walked the bases loaded. We only need one out, but he walked them loaded. From all accounts that I could tell from the broadcasters, which is kind of hard because they don't, they're not, or they're in the stadium, but they don't have anybody on the field. They can't tell exactly when somebody's getting warmed up, but it seemed like Michael Lorenzen did not get warmed up until after he loaded the bases. Uh, dude, you should have had him, Freddie, you should have had him warmed up when he walked the second guy. The way he was pitching that night. At least have him warmed up. At least have him ready to go. At least that's an option. You waited so long to get him warmed up. It wasn't an option. And Discafani was completely uncomfortable. The Cowboy, uh, Jeff Brantley said it last night. He shook off Tucker Barnhart twice. Tucker wanted him to throw that slider. He was having a hard time throwing that slider. Well, as Jeff Brantley said, you shake him off. Twice. You already have thrown it in the dirt or outside the strike zone, what, three times? So the batter knew a fastball was coming. I knew a fastball was coming, which is fine. But you cannot throw it right down the middle. <laughs> I mean, he crushed that ball. I mean, it was right on a tee for him, perfectly served. And the St. Louis Tweety Birds got out to a 7-1 to one lead. And then the Reds go into their doldrums, which I don't understand how we can look so good in Milwaukee and look so good the first game against Chicago. And then like the first our first run was 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 good. And then we just stop hitting. It's like they lose all concentration and they just hurry up and try to get it all back in one swing. They had very short of bats. I mean, they were, it was one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. I mean, I think a pitcher, uh, he retired 15 in a row, 19 in a row, something like that at one point. Nobody was like stepping out. Nobody was really taking quality of bats again. Nobody was, they were just out there swinging again. That's where I wish David Bell, which he wasn't the manager then, Freddie Benavides, or somebody would say, look, guys. We've got to do better. You can't just go up there, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, it's, 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 it's a rhythm. <laughs> you 
You get into a rhythm. You just walk out, three strikes, you're out. Walk out, three strikes, you're out. You know, break the rhythm. Step out of the box. Do so. It just seemed like the, the at-bats were so fast. They got out so quick. They swung in the first pitch and grounded out. They swung and missed. I mean, it's just, to me, that's one where St. Louis got the momentum, and the Reds had to do something to break the momentum. Now, I'll bring that back to what uh, Rizzo did in the Cubs game, which I can't stand Rizzo, but I respect him as a player. And he changed that game around for the Cubs on Friday or Saturday. I can't remember which day it was, where he got all upset about the ball up and in. That changed the momentum. That changed their thinking. That I'm not saying the Reds need to go out and start a fight or anything like that. But they got to do something to break the monotony of going up and swinging at the first pitch, going up and striking at, do something to try to change the momentum. And it just seems like the Reds just get into this, we're going to get it all back in one swing, and it doesn't happen, and then they don't know what else to do. So that's one thing where that is the frustrating part with the Reds. Now, hopefully, Goodwin, he can play all three outfield positions. I heard he could lead off two. So maybe a new person in the mix, a new voice, uh, maybe a different way of uh, a different batting approach, hopefully. I'm not saying that he's going to change the world. I have no idea. I'm just saying I'm hoping that he brings some energy, brings something. Because when Garcia, they brought him into the lineup, which they said they're going to play him almost every day, and they didn't play him last night. Changed the momentum, brought a different energy, brought the, you know, it's just stuff like that that I think needs to happen for the Reds. Now, they win three games in a row. They're in the playoffs again. Now, <laughs> I don't think they've won three games in a row maybe once this year. Uh, not very often. So, I'm not saying the likelihood of it is 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 not good because it could. You never know. It's baseball. Things can change. The Reds have just got to figure out how to grab the momentum and keep it and don't give it back. That's what they have to figure out how to do, especially against the Cardinals. The Cardinals, excuse me, Tweety Birds, have been a thorn in our side for 20 years. We had this mental block when it comes to Even when we were going to the playoffs, we had a hard time beating the Cardinals. Well, anyway, the Reds are back at it again tonight against the Tweety Birds. Let's hope they turn it around and get the victory, and they got to get a series win. All right, the Bengals today signed my man Joe Mixon. Now, this is according to Bengals Wire. Mixon and the Bengals agreed to a four-year contract extension. Now, four years, that's perfect. That's what I was, the exact, actually exact years that I was saying the Bengals need to sign him for. I would not sign him for Christian McCaffrey money. I would not sign him for all these, like Zeke Elliott, these huge numbers <laughs> and these long-term contracts for these running backs. You just don't do that in today's NFL. You just don't. Because running backs, one, are down a dozen. And two, they get injured. Now, moving forward this season. Now, they have Joe Mixon in, in the mix for the next four years. My hope is Zach Taylor uses Mixon more like he did the second half last year and not the first half. First half, he didn't really use him that much. Second half, they actually started going, hey, we got this one of the best running backs in the NFL. Why don't we use him? <laughs> so, he started using him and he started taking off. What I would like to see them do is get him out and catch passes. Get him out 
in, in, behind, behind the line, line of scrimmage, trying to make guys miss because I think he's going to be a big key part to Joe freaking Burrow's success because we don't have a great uh, tight end set right now. I mean, maybe Sample will step up and he's better than we think he is, but as of right now, uh, sample size we have of Sample, he, there's a lot there that could be desired. You could do that. I won't say replace that, but supplement that with Joe Mixon, with Giovanni Bernard, catching passes out of the backfield. That's going to be a very a key point, I think, to the Bengals' offense this year, is changing it up, getting our running backs out there, get them involved more in the, on offense other than just handing it off. With the wider series we got, with Mixon, with Gio, this could be a very, very exciting year. I cannot wait. I'm so happy that the Bengals signed Joe Mixon. I'm so happy for Joe Mixon. Hopefully his migraines will uh, subside so he can actually practice. But honestly, at this point of the year, like, okay, if it's a normal preseason, your starters aren't going to play in the last preseason game. They're not. Which will have a last scrimmage. So I'd be surprised if any of our starters play. Just because you don't want injuries. You don't want this, you know, so... I think the first time any of them are really going to play is opening day, September 13th, against the Los Angeles Chargers. So it's going to be a very interesting season to see how this all works out. I'm very excited. I cannot wait for it to start. All right. Facebook groups that I help run. And I invite you guys to join them. They are Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, Reds Country, and Cyclones Country. And I also invite you to follow me, Strawberry Ice, which is sports with Strawberry Ice, on all my social media platforms. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now, if you can't watch the show, I do it in a podcast form. I'm on Beanpot, Anchor, Spotify, all those. Do me a favor. Uh, Like, subscribe, and give me a five-star review. YouTubers! It's very interesting. I was at 616 Friday. Jumped all the way up to 620. By the time I did my show yesterday, I was at 616. (laughs) I went down. Now I'm back to 617. It's up and down, up and down, up and down. But that's okay. I like, I love every single one of you, and I appreciate any, any and all the support that I can get. Other than that, Reds are playing tonight. Reds got to get a big win. They got to win the series and get back into the playoffs. And that's just sports, baby. You guys have a great day. See ya.